season of the i league begins on saturday january 9th under the cloud of the corona virus pandemic kolkata and kalyani are playing host to the league in what will be a shorter season than usual uh, the competition will have two phases in the first phase uh, all 11 teams will face each other once uh, then in the second phase uh, the teams will be divided into two groups uh, according to their positions in the standings uh there the first uh, top 6 teams will face each other once uh, in what is being dubbed as the championship stage so the team that finishes top in this stage will be crowned the champions of the i league on the other hand uh, the bottom 5 teams will play each other in the relegation stage and the team that uh, finishes last in this round uh, will go down to the second division uh, so it will be an unusual season the league is uh, also reeling uh, from losing its two biggest entities uh, to the isl with both uh, mohan bagan and east bengal moving to the new top flight uh, it's no secret that uh, the i league has gradually diminished uh, in stature over the last few years uh, especially with the advent of the isl uh, it lost its top flight uh, status ahead of last season and now losing these two teams uh, definitely comes as a blow uh, but i league has uh, quite a few unique stories of its own we have uh, over the last few years witnessed some incredible title races uh, it has teams from uh, the very heartland of indian football gokulam kerala from kodikod Trow and Neroka from Imphal, Aizol FC from the Mizo capital, Churchill Brothers from Goa, Chennai City from Coimbatore, uh, Real Kashmir from Srinagar, Roundglass Punjab from Mohali. Uh, then there's the IFF developmental team, Indian Arrows. And this season there are two new additions. Mohammedan Sporting are returning to the fold after winning the second division league. And for the first time ever, there's a team from the national capital. Uh, with sudeva delhi fc winning a bid to be a part of the i league so it's uh, shaping up to be another interesting season diman uh, indeed bhargav uh, and and know what uh, there will be a bit of mohan bagan in this i league too because the mohan bagan stadium will be hosting some of the 80 games some of the games of hmm. the competition which will have a total of 80 games Hmm. Uh, matches will also be played at the Kalyani Stadium, uh, Salt Lake Stadium, and the Kishore Bharati Stadium in South Kolkata. 
सो मे दी एक्साइटमेंट कंटिन्यू टू द लास्ट गेम एज इट हैज लाइक यू सेड इन मोस्ट सीजन बारिंग द लास्ट वन विच मोहन बगान वन एट अ कैंटर to me a mohammedan sporting uh, return to the i league uh, is 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 interesting uh, they are an old club they are keeping the uh, kolkata representation going after mohan bagan and east bengal uh, joined the isl so mm-hmm. and and they've been very serious about this i or at least they've claimed to be very serious about this i league mm-hmm. from the start because going into the second division qualifiers last october Mohammedan Sporting had said that you know playing in the top tier was their goal uh, to the point that they had written it across their face masks uh, you know mission i league <laughs> and uh, they've they've qualified for the uh, uh, i i league uh, top tier but typical of mohammedan sporting dare i say they made as much news off the pitch as they have on it you know hmm. they sacked a coach yan law who who was removed even as the team won a new coach was appointed after the uh, qualifiers uh, jose hevia from spain uh, mm. and then shankar lal chakraborty who was coaching bhawanipur in the second division qualifiers and whose team lost 0-2 to mohammedan sporting in that final round has now been appointed technical director they've also mm. of mohammedan sporting they've also had a number of covid cases uh, unfortunately and yet in the middle of it all they also managed to sign bangladesh captain uh, and midfielder jamal bhuan who had played mm. uh, in the in the game against india which india which which, which ended 1-1 uh, last uh, in, in in the october of 2019 yeah so now you know this this like like competitions everywhere uh, the teams have checked into the bio bubble uh, which has been organized in three hotels in kolkata uh, and the all india football federation uh, i am sure uh, will draw its on its experience uh, you know of holding the second division final round uh, here uh, mm-hmm. in october last year uh, after that league ended aiff's league's ceo shunando dhar uh, had said there would be something around 8000 to 10000 covid tests conducted on players staff hotel staff and everyone else including the uh, coach drivers uh, who are connected to this competition now that's quite a mm. big deal now you you and and, and your while the second division lasted some uh, 13 or 14 days of competition this is going to, mm. to the whole thing is going to come to close to around 100 days so uh, mm. it's it's quite a logistical uh, you know challenge that the aff has taken on but i'm sure you know, mm. they'll be wiser from what they have learned uh, from the from how the second division happened also in kolkata now i have been told that tests will be done every 3 or 4 days to for everyone inside the bubble and you can only enter the bubble after you've got two negative tests having been tested some three times before you reach kolkata so so it's it's quite an elaborate process now but how exactly players cope with the idea of staying in the bubble we've read and heard about challenges that it brings about across the world of sport it's it's something that you know anuj gupta the president of sudeva delhi uh, football club uh, mm. has said mm. is is something he doesn't really know uh, how it will mm. uh, how his team uh, will cope and mm. uh, in an interview with us gupta also shared the club's journey so far so yeah let's listen to what he has to say uh, anuj thank you for joining us uh, it's a huge season ahead for you uh, as sudeva a mixed i league debut uh, and i want to begin by asking you about uh, your approach for this club uh, i mean in a country where uh, football clubs use a top down approach 
what got you to start uh, an academy first before eventually floating your team in the i league uh, i have been always clear uh, since the inception of sudeva that it's always important to uh, grow slowly and not go uh, from uh, being uh, hyped or being at the top level and then finishing it hmm. because uh, because i think the most important thing is when we are uh, building a team when you're developing players it's also about their dreams it's also about what they believe in that's why they're joining your club hmm. so it cannot be that uh, in couple of years the club uh, because of financial uh, constraints they have to sh- shut shop hmm. so it was very important to create a sustainable model uh, from the beginning so that uh, no matter what happens the club would exist hmm. because that was more important for me uh, rather than uh, you know making a winning team because you know that that is that should also come with time hmm. you know it should be a system based development rather than uh, just winning once and then you know uh, then getting disappeared hmm. uh, which is which has been a case in with lot of clubs in india and in globally also hmm. so uh, so i yeah so it was important for us to start from the grassroots because these these are the ones who would also eventually play uh, for your club uh, at a top level plus their family their uh, well wishers would also become your club's uh, well wisher which mm. is always important in a longer run because mm. then they are promoting the they are supporting the club rather than they are supporting a particular player in the club mm. uh, right. so you know the, the 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 fan base also gets strengthened mm. yeah so you basically looking at some kind of an organic uh, growth rather than uh, which is what bhargav had asked you know instead of a top down approach you are trying to grow from bottom up so you know your website says that uh, there are eight academy graduates who have been promoted to the senior team this term so uh, are there anyone who's played from the under 15 league in 2016 i mean which is when you first started out and is there anyone in from the program uh, that you run with nobel laureate uh, pella satyarthi's children foundation well uh, so there are two questions yes uh, out yes. of the eight graduates i can even name the players who were selected in our first ever trial which took place ah. in akshardham dda complex in 2015 january uh, okay. so there was zoma who was in the team there is uh, gogo he's in the team there is sachin he's in the team there's verito uh, who's the, i mean we call him verito uh, but his name is mohit sangwan he's in the team four uh, so out of the eight four are the ones who've been there with us from day 1 Okay. So they have played the under 15s. They played the under 16s. They played the under 18s. They played the senior division. Then mm. you know, uh, yeah. So uh, it's great to see these boys uh, when we took them. So we called them the 2000 batch. Right. So they were all 2000, and that 2000 uh, batch now would be uh, debuting in at the I League stage. So in a mm. way, it's kind of a dream come true for all of us because that's what we dreamt of when we. selected the first batch in 2015 right so uh, mm-hmm. so yeah and the second question yeah from the class athlete nobel laureate yes uh, we did start uh, a program in the village uh, mm-hmm. however we were not able to identify such talent at that moment uh, okay. for us to bring bring one of them to the residential setup but right what uh, that program taught us was that yes if given the right belief in a child's development the uh, we can develop players because prior to that we were not very 
uh, we were confident that we would be able to develop players, but we were not sure whether the players would be able to understand mm-hmm. us and believe mm-hmm. in us. Mm-hmm. So that I think when we stayed in his village right. uh, for, the, for those six months, every month we, Vijay and I we used to travel there, stay with the kids. Uh, in the morning, we used to give them training ourselves. So mm-hmm. that gave us a lot of confidence that you know the children were understanding our approach. They were really uh, enjoying the whole session. Okay. So uh, because prior to that, uh, I mean, I as an individual, yes, I had trained my college team, my school team, but that's about it. But right. I had never trained children. Right. So that also gave us a good perspective that uh, you know uh, that yes, children are uh, bonding with us. So I think that was important. So are you still with that program, or you know, uh, with 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 Kala Satyati's uh, Children Foundation, or is that no longer uh, there? Well, uh, we do send uh, equipment. We do send them football games, okay. and we do. We are in touch with some of the kids who have now actually grown. Uh, they were about ten years old at that time. Now they're about fifteen, sixteen. Uh-huh. So they do send me messages on WhatsApp, and you know, we are in touch with them. Uh, okay. So, so, but not from the uh, angle of uh, promoting them as a footballer, but yes, right. from there is okay. a personal connect. Okay. So you know, you said in 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 I I read when one of the articles that in 2016 you were quoted as saying that when you acquired Delhi's Moonlight uh, FC, that you know said so the one of the reasons why you acquired that club was that it would give you an opportunity to work with DSA and help football in Delhi. Now this is a pertinent question because four years down the line, while you're playing the I League, has that progressed beyond being just an idea? Uh, absolutely, because uh, you know I still remember. That I was looking to buy a senior division club in Delhi, which was very difficult because mm-hmm. most of the club owners they didn't wanted to lose that uh, you know that identity right. which they got having a senior division. But luckily, right. Mr. Hanif uh, Mohammed, who was who uh, who whose family started Moonlight in mm-hmm. 1955, he got convinced, and uh, we were able to buy the club. Uh, mm-hmm. After that, yes, there was a, there was a strength in the academy also because the boys knew. That now, if they are good enough, they would be able to play at a senior division level, which was right. like one step. As I said, you know, we always took one step at a time. Mm. So that was important for us to take that extra step because from an academy, now we had a club, right? Mm. And, and that also helps uh, helped us to even put our team in a second division, right? Mm. However, you know, our performance was not lived up to because mm. of uh, multiple reasons. But yes, uh, I came to know. Uh, the the you know the the uh, the bad side or the good side of running a club at a second division level. So uh, mm-hmm. all these things have really helped us in terms of uh, experimenting our thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, our belief, and which has helped us today uh, to be slightly more confident when we are getting into the first season in I League. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, straight away getting a club into I League would have been very difficult. Would have been very mm-hmm. a paper based approach. That you know, uh, that we w- we would have listened to others only because we didn't have our own experience. Uh-huh. But having an experience of preparing a senior division team, preparing a second division team, and being in that system uh-huh. is definitely helped me individually to uh, to not to know what not to do. Uh, I mean, Anuj, last year it was uh, a difficult period for all football clubs to operate uh, in a normal way. Uh, and at the same time, you had to build your team for uh, uh, Sudeva's uh, debut I League season. Well, uh, yeah, to be honest, uh, for 
most of the uh, people in the world 2020 has been a very difficult year including us hmm. but i cannot forget 2020 ever in my life because on the 12th of august hmm. is when we got the uh, license hmm. uh, to officially uh, put our team in the i league so it is it has been a great uh, year from that standpoint but yes uh, i had already planned uh, uh, the 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 way i wanted to create a team was uh, to have a a mix of experienced players experienced indian players and youth players mm-hmm. so so that's the way i approached uh, some of the agents who i believe in mm-hmm. and those agents helped me in identifying uh, my requirements mm-hmm. and then they used to send me cvs and i used to i did a lot of uh, research mm-hmm. uh, through uh, various uh, articles various uh, apps mm-hmm. uh, videos and i did it on my own because to be honest uh this i league uh also deva for me this is uh, you know this is like life mm-hmm. and i didn't wanted to give this to someone else it was important for me to understand so that uh with time i will be able to uh, make better decisions mm-hmm. uh so yes uh if you see the i league squad uh i have players from 11 states which also has been our philosophy mm-hmm. that it it is not important uh it is important to have local players because that's mm. where the connect comes but it doesn't mean that mm. we should take most of the players locally it mm. is important that player wherever he comes from if he is good if i think he is uh, he is uh, good or he can become very good in coming years i should sign him mm. so character character is one of the elements i do take into consideration not uh, not uh, someone who's you know who's very good on the cv and who has the minutes but doesn't but lacks character mm. you know and he's coming only because he knows that in i league he will get minutes and then he will leave so you know mm. that 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 element i didn't want it because i wanted to have a unity in the team which which mm. has been my uh, experience in second division where i felt the unity was not there mm. so that unity was important for me mm. and uh, <laughs> yes and i have local players mm. i have players like ansh mittal mm. i have uh, players uh, mohit mittal Uh, sorry ansh gupta mohit mittal hmm. uh, and as as i said verito he is from delhi hmm. uh, sachin is from delhi sibhi is from delhi however their uh, uh, their you know ancestors are from bihar or kerala but they have been hmm. born brought up in delhi because right. delhi is a very uh, it's a cosmopolitan city hmm. so it's right it's very difficult to say that who are the original delhi <laughs> that is but, true you know, i believe that whoever is born in delhi they are delhiites absolutely yeah and yeah, so, yeah there will be a lot of uh, you know young players coming from uh, ajay rawat Hmm. he's played at the top level you know many years back hmm. now in a way he's uh, doing his comeback so hmm. you know there's a lot of a uh, lot of a uh, lot of hunger in the team uh, hmm. for their own reasons also hmm. uh, which i think is good for the team uh, overall performance i think right so uh, anuj is ajay rawat from moonlight is he a moonlight player who's now playing for sudev or no yes yes because i had signed him uh, last year uh, i mean to say 2018 Uh, and uh, in 2018 19 uh, no 2019 sorry 2019 so the 1920 we had the senior division but only one match we played after that the covid happened so yeah he was signed in that year and yeah hmm. so uh, been with us for last two years right and uh, anuj you have decided to stick uh, stick to indian players uh, despite being allowed to sign four foreigners uh, so what is the reason behind that 
Well, couple of reasons. One is that I want, uh, as I have an immunity this year, mm. I wanted to give a shot in mm. terms of how uh, an Indian contingent can perform against contingent which has foreign players. Mm. Uh, but not only going with a young team. I could have gone with completely young team, but I thought that would that will be foolish on mm. my part because end of the day we cannot expect a young team to perform. Yeah, uh, if they perform, it'll be uh, like uh, it'll be like brilliant. But if we bring some experienced Indian players, hmm. and then they gel with the uh, the younger ones gel with the experienced players, there could be a uh, a good team in the making. Hmm. And to be honest, that has never happened in India. Yes, Shillong had an Indian team, uh, but I felt that Shillong had only local players, which I always believe is not the right approach. I feel. You know, there has to be, uh, because every player who comes from a different state brings a lot of different kind of experience. So that's mm. important for us to uh, build that. Mm. Uh, and Indian Arrows is a young team. So, you know, so I think that having a mix can have a better performance. Mm. So is this is this going to be a, a long-term thing at Sudeva? Because like you said, you do have immunity this season. Or, I mean, like, like Athletic Bilbao or, or like Mohan Bagan, who till 1991... Uh, did not uh, sign foreign players because they thought it was against the ethos, it be Indian club, etc. So, are you looking at something like that, or is this something that you're experimenting for this year alone? Well, it's, it's difficult for me to say today, but yes, I mean to be honest, in club football, uh, performance also do also matters. You know, it's not like we're playing under 18 where development is the key. Here, performance is uh, is also important. So, depending on the performance, you know, I will take a call. And uh, and it all depends whether I want to win the league or whether I want to stay in the league. Because this year, I just wanted to, you know, have that experiment uh, and see how the team performs. Uh, but for next year, if I'm going to win the league, okay. then I don't know. I mean, then, you know, then it could be a different uh, ball game because winner of 21-22 will go into ISL. That's what I've been told. So, um, so yeah, I mean, whether I want to win it, because I want to go into ISL, that will all depend. Hmm. So, I mean, how do you explain the logic of getting uh, a coach from Bhutan, a technical director from Nigeria who's a, who's been a World Cup player, two Nigerians in the youth, uh, as the youth coaches uh, in, in, in the team staff, and yet focusing only on Indian players? I mean, the reason why I'm asking you this is, you could have gone for an Indian coach uh, as well, couldn't you? What was the logic behind hiring foreigners in the support staff, in the coaching staff, while looking at very consciously going for an Indian-only uh, team? Well, I think there has been some... Uh, I mean, uh, we used to have uh, Nigerian uh, youth coaches. But, you know, ah, okay. Uh, from, okay. hmm. from last year, you know, we have taken out... Now, all our youth coaches are Indian. Uh, ah, okay. However, the head of academy is a Bhutanese, which we have signed last year. Uh-huh. Uh, and when I say last year, obviously 2020 because right. 2021. Right. Uh, and uh, Chencho, who is the head coach, we had signed him 2019 uh, okay. as a head coach of our senior division. And the way he has performed, the way he has, you know, uh, overall developed the the system, the ethos of uh, the the club hmm. is really commendable. And you know, his his majority of his coaching licenses happened in Japan, so he has a lot of experience when it comes. To a lot of experience from Japan. So, yes, uh, uh, for me, uh, uh, you know, I always believe in an individual, you know, to be honest. Yes, I could have found good Indian coaches, but I personally feel the number of good Indian coaches are less. 
Okay. And because of that, their salary components are are much higher. Ah, okay. Because, yes, yes. Because you mm. know the 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 supply of good coaches are lesser, so they they do ask a much higher amount. Mm. So for me, that was also important to decide on uh, whether I want to go with an expensive Indian coach or I want to go with a with a slightly less expensive, uh, but uh, has a very good knowledge uh, mm. when it comes to uh, the coaching element. Hmm. So, uh, so I thought I'll go with him, and uh, and I think I'm very happy uh, with Chencho, and the assistant coach is Kundu. Hmm. So Kundu has been a Delhi player. You know, he's played Santosh Trophy for 17 years, hmm. and oh. till two years back, he was the captain of uh, Hindustan FC. Hmm. So, you know, he comes with that uh, with that uh, player uh, men- uh, kind of a player coach mentality, which hmm. helps. Uh, the head coach because head coach is new when it comes to indian system hmm. okay so kundu adds a, adds that kind of value which is imperative for the overall uh, uh, hmm. running of uh, the you know the, the coaching right is, he, the, is he really is he related anyway to the uh, to the referee in the isl with the new referee from delhi who's been doing quite well harish kundu <laughs> you wouldn't know i i don't think so i don't think so uh, i mean there might be some distant relatives but fine, fine. not a close one okay right Uh, and Anuj, a couple of years back, you had uh, acquired uh, Spanish third-tier club uh, Olympic Zatiba. Uh, what was the motive uh, behind that acquisition, and uh, what is happening on that front at the moment? Well, you know, the overall motive behind whatever uh, we are doing is to hmm. see or to produce Indian players uh, who can take India to the World Cup 2030. So that's the mission of Kanesh Sudeva, hmm. Mission 2030. and you know i have i had written a paper i mean which i have not shared with anyone uh, in 2015 which was which was a 15 year plan mm. and so as per the plan you know uh, i'm working on it and we are working towards it so mm. in that plan yes there was that we want to have a we want to buy a club in europe mm. uh, spain was not the only option so went to germany belgium spain and then eventually i decided that spain is where i think the indian players could actually survive in a in a in a in a stronger manner and uh, and that's the reason uh, traveled in spain quite a bit where eventually uh, took over this club called cd olympic de shatiba which is a third division club used to be a second division club uh, five years back mm. and it is noted to be a very uh, memorable moment where even real madrid uh, could not beat olympic uh, in copa mm. del rey in a away match Hmm. which which has been the highlight of their historical uh, 100 hmm. years or about 100 years uh, journey hmm. uh, uh, the idea was simple that uh, the indian players who are at a at a semi professional level or even professional level can get an opportunity to play at a third division level because the third division level of spain is uh, is at as good as isl level hmm. uh, but the season season is a 10 month season so you are talking about about 40 matches mm. plus uh, when i bought over this club i got under 11s under 13s under 15s under 18s mm. uh, olympic b team which plays in the 6th division olympic senior team which plays in third so there was a lot of teams i acquired mm. so it's important it was important for the some of the best players to go there and become better and one mm. of the products is gogo uh, mm. uh, kungsai you know he's mm. been our first graduate from sudeva Hmm. For three years, we trained him in Sudeva. Then I took him to Spain for two years. So hmm. now he's got into the I League team. Hmm. So and there is one more player. I mean, you know, uh, Bupinder Singh, 
he was signed by jamshedpur fc and right. bupinder was also our graduate from uh, from day 1 hmm. so i feel that uh, uh, it's it's a great uh, stepping stone for a lot of uh, or i would say majority of the youth young players who are very talented to hmm. perform in spain because the, the moment you start performing at a third division level then hmm. you come in the light of european football right. then from third division going to second division uh, so i have tied up with a top division club called olesen fc in norway it's hmm. a top division club so hmm. they are looking at taking players on loan or even signing our hmm. players who are playing at a third division and second division level in spain and portugal hmm. so because otherwise it's impossible for an indian to directly play at a top two division so hmm. i made this pathway so that eventually the players indian players who are playing at a third division level hmm. can get a chance to play at a higher division in europe hmm. because uh, like even ishan pandita you know he was playing in uh, lorca fc yeah uh, in a third division team and now he has signed uh, with fc goa for me hmm. uh, my personal view is that uh, it's not a right uh, it's not a right decision but yeah his father i mean hmm. it's their call hmm. uh, but yeah i mean uh, eventually hmm. uh, if you want to produce the first indian to play at a top division hmm. uh, not in europe but in the five countries which i believe in hmm. uh, not the norways or not the sweden you know i'm talking about spain france hmm. uh, even holland Uh, hmm. Italy and uh, Germany. Hmm. So in that you cannot just play directly. You have to come through a pathway. Hmm. So I've made this third division as a pathway for Indians to get in. Hmm. So yeah, you have players uh, there right now, Indian players there uh, at Satya. Yeah, yeah. So in the first year, I had in the first year I had thirteen players. In the second year, I had thirty-five players. Oh. And this year, because of the pandemic, hmm. uh, I still have about eighteen players. Oh. and that really mm. and i have also uh, uh, like you know i'm also managing a four division uh, team mm. uh, near shativa called uh, yosa mm. so lot of our players uh, who are not able to get into the third division or not able to get minutes mm. they are actually are in the first 11 of the four division team and they are even scoring goals oh it's mm. brilliant i mean if i will i mean i don't want to right mm. now disclose them but you know i know they are ready they are definitely right. ready for i league if not mm. no Hmm, that's quite uh, fascinating and uh, coming back to your academy in delhi i mean do you train girls uh, across any age group uh, and uh, as far as the future is concerned do you plan on fielding a team in the indian women's league perhaps well yes uh, in 2016 i think it was when uh, uh, we had tied up with united nation information center indian bhutan Hmm. uh and uh did a small uh, tournament only for girls hmm. however post that uh, you know our focused uh, hmm. approach uh, was more towards uh, uh, boys and men's football hmm. but yes uh, next year which is this year only 2021 hmm. uh, we would like to place a women's team as well hmm. uh, and see if uh, we can uh, win the delhi league so that uh, we can go for i league hmm. right yeah but i mean at not at an amateur level we would like to have a, uh, at a professional level and no, then okay. then we so in women we will do top to bottom rather than bottom to top okay mm. okay mm. so anuj is is there also an economic model to this i mean does this the whole thing cannot be self financed or self sustained I, i mean the whole thing should be self sustained but cannot be self financed so how do you look at you know monetizing for want of a better word uh, the whole idea of buying a team in europe uh, etc players players going there is there is there a money, revenue angle to this as well yeah absolutely and that's the reason uh, it's been over 6 years and 
uh, we don't have any debt uh, okay. from any third party uh, and uh, it is uh, it is uh, it is uh, profitable uh, reason reason is that in both the uh, in india and in spain we have a residential academy model where 80% of the kids are paying at a scholarship ah, okay. level but still they are okay. paying okay. and the remaining 20% are on full scholarship so that not only not, not only subsidizes uh the the running of the academy but also helps in terms of funding the loss if there is for mm. at a club level i see okay so you know uh, finally uh, uh you know how how do you think the team is going to take to living in a bubble uh, because uh, it's 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 going to be a new experience for everyone and there's a gap of 12 days if i if i'm not wrong in your schedule uh, between games sometime in february how do you plan to spend that time i mean stay, it's it's one thing to go and play games and come back and train but there's a 12 day gap signs is is kind of big well uh, you know it's it's a it's a new experience for all the players all the staff members so time will only tell how uh, the bio bubble uh, experience would last but yes i think for most of the footballers when they were in sudeva also they were in the bio bubble the only difference okay. was that sudeva is a, is a big you know it's like a 8 acre uh, residential uh place so mm, it's right. still you know you are not confined to your room or specific areas uh, however mm. uh, once in biobubble at least you are allowed to go for 2 to 3 hours to play football and right. then use the gym and all that so i think it should not be uh, such a big problem so yeah i mean i think um, mentally they should be fine it is only where you know you get injured so where you are not able to play football in right. the training right and and you i mean they're staying in five star hotels they're getting the best of food uh, they're getting uh, the best of facility you know they are playing in the best of the stadiums in the country so as a footballer what more what would uh, more would some uh, yeah what more do you want so okay. i think uh, it should be it should be exciting right so big season awaits uh, just a few days left for the new season uh, anuj all the best uh, for the new campaign uh, thank you for joining us and uh, wishing you a very happy new year Yes thanks, thank thanks, you Raghu, and thanks thanks Zeman thank uh, you for uh, for uh, for your wishes and I and I wish the same to both of you and right. yeah I mean uh, let's hope that you know eventually you know football wins that's more <laughs> important right thanks Anuj right. thanks thank you thanks. see you next time then this was an episode of kicks for free do like and follow us on @htsmartcast on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and write to us at podcast@hindustantimes.com you can also follow us on our twitter handles at dhimanhd and at bhargav sharma you can listen to more podcasts by logging into htsmartcast.com this was a hindustan times production brought to you by hd smartcast HD Smartcast